Hello and welcome to the Marks Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are discussing and looking at the movie Peter Pan and Wendy uh, that came out on Disney Plus. It's straight to streaming. But before that, let us discuss some news. Uh, just before we started recording, we were like, hey, we both enjoyed Dune and we saw that together. Why don't we discuss the new trailer? So, Cam, what are your thoughts on the trailer? Dune 2 is going is to be the, the movie of the year. Denis Villeneuve, his first sequel, I believe. Mm-hmm. He hasn't made a, a, a sequel ever. Um, he's cooking. The black and white stuff with Austin Butler, oh. he's he's bald. <laughs> it, like, it looks so good. I, I have not been this hyped for a movie in a very long time. Yeah, the cast is freaking amazing. Adding Florence Pugh as Irulan... Oh. Like, I saw Florence Pugh was like, ah, she looks amazing. I'm and then uh, Gerard Butler. Austin Butler. That guy, whatever his face is, one of the butlers. Yeah. He, yeah. he looks, uh, Elvis. The, the, the Elvis guy. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, they're joking that now he's going to have to uh, uh, like start doing the sand walk everywhere he goes. Because <laughs> he's going to be stuck in character, just like with, it, with Elvis. I hope his Elvis voice is... Is part of this part of the character. <laughs> Hello, I'm gonna ride a spice worm. <laughs> hey, Paul, I'm gonna kill uh, you, Paul. Uh, but yes, uh, the trailer so hyped. The score and like the trailer alone, ah, it's so good. It like th- this is the type of movie you have to watch in theaters, or uh, and if you do watch it at home, it has to be like on, like, the highest resolution screen you can get with, like, the best sound system you can have. Yeah. Because, like, watching it on, like, your phone or an iPad will not do it. Like, I I, I, I splurged and bought myself an OLED TV yeah, because, yeah. because hey, I, I, I like movies. And, uh, and, and when it, movies like this are out, I'm like, yes, it is worth it. Because, like, it looks so much better on, like, a good quality TV. Absolutely. And like it's like what it's meant to be. And watching the trailer alone on the TV, I was like, ah, <laughs> I can't wait. It's so so it looks so good. Um, but yeah, I, I think we're both very hyped for it. Um, uh, it when's it coming? October, November? I'm pretty sure it's October. Or uh, did it get pushed back? It may have gotten pushed back. Well, I think it was originally said for November, but then they said they were going to release it early. Well, let, let me just quickly. Dude, I, I, November I can look 3rd. It November third. Okay, so. Uh, what is that, Which like seven months from now? Urgent, 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 urgent. Urgent. There'll be only one week where Dune Part 2 is in IMAX theaters. Oof. Because the week after, the Marvels comes out. Uh, yeah. So, we're going to have to watch Dune right away. The Marvels does no, doesn't look terrible. It looks fine. It, it looks fun. I, yes. I like it. I, I think I think it'll be a fun movie. I, I have nothing let, against let it. Let Ray Larson be a goof. Exactly. Like I, th- I, I think it'll be fine. Like Miss, uh, like the Marvel movie, Miss Marvel. I, I was like, eh, it's a little too much military propaganda for me. It's, it, it's yeah, fine. Cat Marvel, Cat Marvel's a little. Yeah, that's what I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Miss Marvel, the show was great, and they fight co- cops in the finale. So. Yeah, exactly. Like that, much better. But, but, but the the original one I was like, eh, this is basically just like Top Gun, but women. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but uh, I think Brie Larson can make a, a fun character. Like, like if she's just having a good time, it'll Water be cook. a fun movie. Like, like, like uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I have nothing against it. 
what does look not bad, which or, no, what? Sorry, what looks bad, unfortunately, is the Little Mermaid. Did you see the trailer for that? I have. Um, I'm going to see it because my my niece wants to, and because I'm a suck. So I'll watch it with my niece. She's she's, she's excited because she likes the Little Mermaid, and also also as a little black girl, she's excited to see. A princess that looks like her, and probably Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey is great in the in the movie. And I I think that like I I I love the casting. Halle Berry is great, but the problem is that they're like just doing it for the diversity's sake, and they're not actually putting the care into the 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 surroundings of the character. Yeah, and they're making like, a bat. They're making a. A garbage movies and then and then hiding behind diversity, diversity. Sucks, exactly because like, people, people can't criticize it, which is which is honestly sucks. Because then like people are being so cautious to criticize it because exactly mis- misconstrued as racist, but but it's like no, I just appreciate better movies. Yes, yeah, so, which I mean, big brain move on Disney's part. Big brain, <laughs> but it does show how sucky capitalism is. That like you're like, hey, look. uh you can't criticize us because then you'll be called a racist. Um, I I think what I'm hoping is that this will launch Holly Berry into like more better movies mm-hmm. because like hey like you get a big paycheck you call it a day you you now you can do some smaller movies that are maybe have a little bit more artistic talent. Like I have nothing against her for being in this movie that looks bad. No. But uh, I, I do fault Disney, the big corporation, for skimping on a tra- like on a, on a movie with a trailer that looks like screensavers from like Windows 2000. I watched <laughs> uh, the clip from um, Kiss the Girl, and I had to turn my phone brightness up to like 100% to see what was, what the hell was happening. Yeah. Like, Not great. Oh, no. I, I believe... Here's the thing. If you're gonna, Avatar the, the Way of Water came out. There's no excuse for making underwater stuff look shitty, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> like even even like, like for all the problems with Black Panther 2's graphic sort of underachievement in my view, at least the underwater stuff like was doable. Like it wasn't right? the best, but like you, you you were like, yeah, it's underwater, it's fine. Like yeah, but like this, like it just looks awkward and bad. And I don't know. It just makes me kind of sad because I don't know. I, I think it could be something cool. And like you're saying, like your niece finds it very special to to her. And I know like a lot of other people just find it like, yeah, like it is nice. To, like representation really does matter. Yeah. But you should also then put that same sort of time and effort into making a good movie rather than just representation for representation's sake. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, more news. Uh. This is uh, what other news do I have? Okay, uh, continue with like Disney Marvel. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three did come out. Um, it opened to a a somewhat uh, worse than what they had hoped, but better than I think a lot of people expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was it, like one hundred seventy five million domestically, yeah. something like that. Um, but, but, but like now I feel, I feel like the average, not the average, but like for for Marvel movies. The go- the goal is usually about two hundred million on that first weekend. Yeah, so it's like a little under what they were going for, but better than Ant Man, <laughs> which does not take much. 
does not take much because that had what like a sixty percent drop off from week one to week two, which is real rough. Uh, yeah, uh, which I, I kind of would discuss like in this, which will kind of be a segue. But uh, with like the strikes going on, we're seeing that like there's a lot of problems with the new Blade movie, where like basically production is being completely shut down. And I just wanted to get, see if you had any thoughts or opinions on like the state of Marvel. Is it in decline? Like, what's going to happen in the next few years with Marvel? Uh, there, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, there's like when, when I, think, I think the next Marvel thing is like like obviously this year we have um, the Marvels, but after that, I, I'm, I'm not sure what the next movie is. Like, like maybe another Spider-Man movie, like <laughs> yeah, th- that's in the works. The casting is kind of in place for Fantastic Four, which like so Adam Driver is pretty much confirmed to be Reed Richards, which I think is yeah. great casting. And I'm worried that Marvel is going to not use him well. Here's 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 the thing about Adam Driver, he can work with with anyone he wants to. Yeah, Spike Lee and Martin Martin Scorsese have called him one of the best a- a- actors of his generation. Yeah, and and it is true, and like he he he's not not afraid to like ham it up or do some like schlocky stuff, like sixty five, which is like a dumb dinosaur movie. Yeah, and he also so, do like like Star Wars, right? Like yeah. <laughs> he has such a like, diversity. I I really do think Adam Driver is a a great actor. Yeah, I'm curious how how he's used there in the MCU. Um, so, so I saw things like man, he he was working with like Scorsese and Jarmusch and Spike Lee to working with uh, Matt Shackman of <laughs> One Division. So yeah, and then there's like the whole like domestic uh, uh, abuse uh, accusations against like Jonathan Majors, which is like putting sort of like a big sort of uh, dent because like, they were kind of going like all in on him being sort of the big bad going forward. Yeah, they cast him as Kang, and Kang is, like, a pretty big villain. I think, hot take, they should have saved Kang for for, for Fantastic Four. Probably. Like, have have him be the villain there and then in Secret Wars or whatever, because Kang started off as a Fantastic Four villain. Mm -hmm. Because they're more more of the timey-wimey... Like, more science-y, like, we're we're doing a bunch of funky things, yeah. Yeah, sci-fi, all that... Going to space, time travel, they're they're like Doctor Who. If Doctor Who was a family, and, yeah. yeah, like I'll, like I'll be honest, like I haven't really been captivated by Marvel. I mean, like, I get like I'm, I'm growing up, like I'm older yeah. than like I, I uh, basically since Endgame, like I haven't really loved any Marvel movies. Like, I, yeah, I, it, I I enjoyed Spider Man. I I didn't mind Black Panther. I didn't. I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder. I haven't seen. Good. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen Ant Man. Um, Shang Chi was good. Yeah, I th- like. I, I didn't. I get. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fine. Yeah. But like, it, it didn't like wow me like so many of the ones did when I was growing up. Again, that's a lot of nostalgia. Like I was growing up. Like I was eight when Iron Man came out, and so I kind of grew up with these these movie characters. Yeah. At, at, with like uh, with Endgame coming out when I was nineteen, so like that's kind of like right at the perfect age for me to grow up watching these movies right um so like it's, it's hard to see i like, know i'm just like looking at the past with rose-colored glasses because i was a teenager yeah. or if like those movies actually were better 
Yeah, but the phase phase one I think holds up mostly. Like Thor, my my hot take is that Thor one is criminally underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I I love Kenneth Branagh. He's great. Right. They're like, hey, Branagh did did, did some Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare stuff. You're like, okay, bet. I will do Shakespeare stuff, and he does yeah. it very well. Yeah, like I, it's a fun movie, and uh, the first Avenger is pretty fun. Obviously, Iron Man is great. Mm-hmm. Um, first Avenger slaps low key. Yeah, and like like well, we we did an episode on on the second Captain America movie, and we we both like really enjoyed that one a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, I think that's still like one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. But oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to see what's, what's going to happen. Like, are people going to want to pay attention to all like this like multi-world stuff that like is introduced to us in Loki, especially with like Secret Invasion coming out later this like what in a month. The Secret yeah. Invasion comes out in June. Well, Secret Invasion is less of less of multiverse and more about aliens and stuff. Right, but but then it's like shapeshifters, so then now it's going to frustrate people. And be like, who who is who? Like, who is actually yeah. a, a human and not like I don't know. Like, are people going to want to stick around for all these sort of timelines? Right. Because like, uh, like, like even with like comic books, like when there's like multiple timelines, eventually they have to like kill off timelines because people just get so confused and like, what what is happening? <laughs> what timeline is this? That was the whole DC crisis on Infinite Earth. That's kind of where, where that where that came from is then them, them kind of rebo- rebooting and re and then also like the new 52 where it's kind of like the more i think they they, they that was when they they're like okay actually no it's these 52 universes and now it's now dc comics are kind of rebooting again with the dawn of dc and because now the movies are starting to little do do a little reboot so yeah DC is gonna pass Marvel in a couple of years, we thinks. In movies or in comic books? Well, c- c- comic books DCs have always been better. DC has always had better animation, that's for sure. Yes, and like so it's something that I love, which Marvel has, which if if Marvel did this, they'd be selling comics like like like, like hotcakes, but they don't. So it shows how much Marvel values their comics. Mm-hmm. It started off with the Batman. I haven't seen it since, but like now, what they do is when they, when when a, a new DC movie comes out. Actually, no, I I I, I have seen it since. Scratch that. Um, <laughs> so when the Batman came out, they basically they tasked Matt, Matt Reeves, "Hey, we want to make a box set for DC comics fans, which the which three comics are the most inspired for your movie." So he he said, "Okay, um, you, Batman Year One." Ego and Long Halloween. So they released a box set with the, with the, 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 the Batman marketing. Hey, these are the ones that Matt Reeves inspired. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah. they, did this, they did the same thing with, with Black, Black Adam. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about Shazam, but they did. But they're doing. But they are doing one for sure for the for the for the Flash. Nice. Yeah. So that's nice. Like if Marvel did that, they'd be doing so so well. Well, and, like it's just such a good idea because like so many people grew up with like the movies but or i want to get into comic books or vice mm-hmm. versa grew up with comic books and got into movies because of that yeah. it, it would be a great sort of feature that gets fans from both angles excited and give them something to find interesting and right. kind of uh, i don't know I, I find so many people are disconnected <laughs> this might sound uh, a little strange but i feel like people are alienated from the movie making process I, I, much like capitalism uh where 
like let's say bonus features and stuff uh, are often forgotten. So we, we think like a movie kind of just appears without sort of understanding how movies are made, like both from the inspiration or like now with like the writer's strike, we don't really understand like the role that writers take or like costume design, like all these sort of like aspects that go into making a movie. We often forget and comic books are a big part of why comic movies exist, right? Like, like so many of those stories are woven into the movies and they're just kind of uh, neglected by big studios like Disney Marvel. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that is a good thing that DC does. Uh, but that kind of leads me again, a uh, little segue into uh, the the writer strike, which is going on continually. Uh, I I support the writer strike. I'm guessing you you do too. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so it's still going on. What what is nice to see is that there's been a lot of support. So I, I kind of highlight uh, the sort of three people supporting that I saw today on Twitter. I know there's lots more, but these are the ones that were kind of big on Twitter. Uh, so uh, Mandy uh, Patinkin, who yep. was uh, uh, what, what's his face from The Princess Bride, Daniel uh, Montoya, uh, exactly. So he he he's he's he is very vocal on uh, uh, the sh- uh, the strike, the picket line, uh, which is great to see. Love that guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Bob Odenkirk uh, mm-hmm. was also there. Uh, which which is great to see. I, I also like Bob Odenkirk. I think he's a really good actor and a good comedian. Um, and also who made me really happy is uh, Adam Scott. Yes. Uh, S- Severance actor, uh, Parks and Rec. Really nice uh, to see. I mean, Severance was actually shut down because of the writer's strike. Um, uh, so originally, um, Andor was going to keep going with... Uh, which is a little cringy. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I had some stuff to say about that, but yeah, keep on going. Yeah, but today it was announced that like basically, um, Tony Gilroy said, "Fuck, fuck that shit. We're gonna stop." That that's good because I was like, eh, that, that's if they didn't uh, stop, then it's like this whole show is very performative. If they don't yeah. support, if they don't support workers' well, rights, you can tell, you can tell that was a, that was a, a Disney going over his head type mm-hmm. thing. So uh, that's good. And then the other one who uh, was kind of cool to see is uh, Pete Davidson was like out handing pizzas to the writer strike. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, solidarity with the writers. Uh, I'm glad that there are a lot of actors um, supporting the strike. Mm-hmm. I, nice. I I hope that more actors support <laughs> this strike. I, yeah. I hope. Uh, well, there might be a director strike coming up. There's uh, so there, there's some possibility like like hey like our content might suck for a little bit but ultimately it's worth it because these writers are basically making minimum minimum wage a lot of these yeah. writers because uh, uh, like with streaming so much of their content is just like stolen from them or uh, like like well like let's say residuals like they used to get residuals for reruns on TV that's just gone now with streaming like yeah. you could you can watch a movie three hundred times or one time and the writers get paid the same amount of money, which yeah. is, which is pretty shitty. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, there's like the story of, uh, oh, I forget what show it was, but like a writer for an Emmy winning show last year, couldn't afford to go to the award show. Uh, I, I were like, I couldn't like, like afford like the rent basically. And they're, they're winning Emmys. So, like there's these very talented people who, because of capitalism are underpaid. I don't think the CEOs are having a, a hard time. Uh, I, I, most CEOs are getting big bonuses. You know, I don't think Disney's having a tough time. Uh, sure. But but the writers, they are. And, and so much of it is because of like streaming and stuff like that. Um, 
like I, I uh, again, like I was saying in our past episode uh, when we were kind of uh, rambling about like the the possibilities of a strike, um, kind of the idea that AI, so I, I, AI in of itself isn't going to replace writers, but basically what uh, studios could do is get AI to write a rough script and then get writers to kind of flesh it out. Uh, and that, that's kind of a big fear of of writers that they're going to lose a lot of money that way and or and just get underpaid in general. But yeah, yeah. Uh, solidarity to the workers. Uh, uh, I, I I hope that uh, they get all their concessions. I, I I hope that they push for even more because they deserve it. And uh, fuck big corporations because they really do not make the content; they just fund it, which is why capitalism sucks. Speaking of sticking it to big old corporations, should we transfer into our picture? Let's do it. So today's today's movie is Peter Pan and Wendy. Uh, came out this year, twenty twenty three, on Disney Plus. It was directed by David Lowry, written by Lowry and Toby Holbrook. It's based on Peter Pan. Uh, fast some some fast facts for you. Great. Time one hundred nine minutes. Stars Jude Law, Alexander Maloney, Ever Anderson, Yara Shahidi, Alan Tudyk, and Jim Gaffigan. Uh, yeah, it was. He, so David David Lowry was was announced in 2016 that to be the director, and apparently this is, has been a, a big passion project for him. So he he did this before he was he or he was he was he was announced as director. Before he even did the Green Knight, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Uh, he got announced like kind of at the same time as Pete's Dragon, right? Yeah, after that, uh, which I've heard is very underrated and is is one of the better Disney remakes. I, I do need to see. It. I've seen two Larry movies, so uh, I, I th- we did a podcast on the Green Knight, right? Uh, maybe, maybe. We, we, we watched it together. That we, was we, we watched the, it together. So, 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 yeah. Uh, so I, I love that movie. Yeah. Cam, you, you're a little more indifferent to it, but I've seen that one and I, I saw, uh, Ghost Story, which I also really enjoyed. I feel like I need to watch Green Knight again. Yeah. Uh, come over sometime. We'll, we'll watch it. I have the Blu-ray. Sorry. One thing that I did, that I did want to, did want to note, be, uh, filming, um, was, it was done in, in Vancouver and... The Bonavista Vista Peninsula of New Newfoundland and Labrador. Yes, and also a little bit in Iceland, but we'll yes. focus we'll focus on the Canadian aspects. Uh, yes. I think I think uh, interior shots were filmed in Vancouver, so like the yeah. the ship was built in Vancouver, um, but uh, and then they the, built a ship. They built a ship, which is pretty great. That like they actually did like practical effects. That part right. I appreciate. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your initial thoughts? I, I I have some initial thoughts, but I want to hear yours first. I didn't hate it. Like, I think it's still, like, context. Pure, Pure Pan was, like, my, my, my favorite story as a kid. Like, literally, my parents and the friends, I would refer to them as Peter Pan characters. Because <laughs> oh. I was a dumb kid. <laughs> I don't think that's, I think that's just a kid thing. I don't think that makes you a particular dumb kid. True. But I was, I was, I was a quirked up white boy who, who, refer, who, who referred to the... Me, he, he wasn't mean. He was, he was just a neighbor kid who was like my sister's age. Yeah, as Captain Hook because he was 
mean? My nemesis on the <laughs> on the on the snow hill in the bay. I don't so, know. So you're like that 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 darn Captain Hook neighbor of mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So like, Peter Pan's always been my thing for for first since I was a kid. Okay. And so, but I hadn't rewatched the movie until I think. So my friends and I did a Disney rewatch where we watched through all of them. Right. And Peter, Peter Pan very hard to get through. It's a little uh, bad. Very racist. Like it's like oh like like it, like my friend Graham's like man this is like this is like like he almost like wanted to like leave the room. Yeah. Just. Uh, like, I, I will. I'll be honest. I have never seen the Peter Pan movie. I've seen clips. Like I I know the very racist aspects of it. Yep. Um. I I think I've read the story. I don't know. I think it's just so like ingrained in popular culture that you don't even have to read it or see it, and you know so much about it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so like I, we're coming at it, I guess, from two different perspectives because like you're someone who grew up loving it, and I grew up as someone who didn't really engage with it. Uh, I haven't had a, sorry, sorry, more. I haven't had a VHS of of like the f- filmed live production from like the forties. <laughs> Impressive. Starring whoever woman as Peter Pan because also there's, there's some really cool like the theatrical parts about Peter Pan that I wish they'd kept in this one. Mm. Like Peter Pan always being played by a woman. Because she's because Pan's supposed to represent Wendy, right? Yeah, and also the Captain Hook being played being played by the same guy who plays uh, Mister Mister Darling. That's often a, a dual role, right? Yeah, Cause, Cause, well, it, it's supposed to be very like sort of imaginative and like basically like a, a dive into a kid's subconscious, right? Yes, exactly. So, in that in that way, it was nice to see. Like, it, it, it was. Also, this, this, this version's fresh, less racist, more, like, it's it's it's, it's more watchable now. Yeah. Also, it still has a short, crisp runtime, which is nice, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, like, my initial thoughts, I thought it was not bad, but, but hmm. I, I was like, I don't know who this is for. Yes. Like, because, like, like, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, a kid wouldn't like this. Like, this is pretty scary for a kid. Yeah, and there's other points where like they're acting like they're talking down to children, so it's yes. obviously not for adults. So like, like who who is this made for? Like, like it's not it's not really made for for children. It's not really made for adults. So it's like, who's going to really enjoy this? Is it like thirteen year olds? Like that's a very niche group that's going <laughs> to enjoy this movie. Uh, yeah. So I, I, that's kind of the, the the big question that I I kind of had coming out of it. Uh, but why don't we get into some more? Uh, uh, I guess uh, specifics. So like. Uh, what, what do you think of like the sound and the soundtrack? The soundtrack was good. I, I liked the whole like when they first go to the Neverland and and they go through that, through big through Big Ben mm-hmm. and it's like a portal thing. Yep. I thought that was pretty neat. It made some neat choices, I think, which, which is like which is better than what, what what most Disney remakes have done is just kind of do 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 the, the same beats again. It definitely Which, seemed like I, I again I haven't seen the original movie, but it definitely seemed like it wanted to do its own thing more, or at least yes. like it, it was like a little bit more creative with the with its source material. Absolutely, which, which I respect because so much. Like, well, we've discussed this many a time how we both dislike a lot of the remakes because they are kind of just, eh. It's the exact same thing, just quote unquote live action. Um, 
but yeah, uh, going back to sound, I I really did like the uh, the pirate songs, like the sort of uh, sea shanty esque songs. But uh, absolutely, I, I am a sucker for sea shanties. Um, I don't know if this is just me and my TV, but I found that the sound is really annoying. Where I have to keep on adjusting the volume, like it would yeah. be, be like really loud at some points and really quiet. And, and I've I've found that to be a problem with a lot of straight to uh, streaming service. Yes. Uh, stuff where like the sound is atrocious because i i you have a uh like all of a sudden it's like really loud in the action scenes and then it's really quiet in the talking scenes and you're like you're always like flipping through the volume especially like me living in an apartment building where i'm like ah, i don't want to bother my neighbors with this all of a sudden <laughs> like you're like let's do a dialogue scene and then all of a sudden crash bang i i i can't i i i'm blowing up the the, <laughs> the hallway exactly. uh you can, you can tell it, it wasn't made with, with like a theatrical sound type. Which, thing. yeah, which I find disappointing. Um, I, I, remind me because I want to discuss the straight to streaming service sort of idea later. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I, overall, I thought the score was pretty good. I thought the the singing was kind of cool. Some of the songs were kind of a little cliche, but I like the pirate songs. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think of the cinematography? Again, some really neat neat choices, and I love the the. It felt very naturalistic lighting, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I, 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 we, yes, I, I thought it was a little washed out. Some of the interiors specifically. Like, like very, very gray, very kind of, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I wish it would have been a little bit more vibrant, but that's yes. just me. It, 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 it definitely could, could, could have been more. Like, I think some of the exterior shots were good, but sometimes I'm like, man, is is there a sun in the sky? I, <laughs> I get there in BC and Newfoundland. The, is, is the sun there? I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, like, speaking, like, I, I really like the scenery. Like, it is so beautiful. Like, those islands and stuff that they're on. Um, I, I think it looks very pretty. Uh, and I think that they capture it well. Like, uh, uh, like let's say the, the scene where, well, this is kind of a spoiler, but I mean, it's it's basically a remake of a movie from the '50s, so I'm sure it's not spoiling too much. Uh, and again, from a story from like the 1900s, so again, I don't think it's yeah. spoiling anything. But like when the mo- when the when the ship is like lifted up into the air, uh, I think that's that's very beautiful. When Wendy's about to walk the plank, you see some really cool shots of of like from above and below that I think uh, were quite nice. Yeah. Um, and and also. I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I found that the camera was like very active. Like it was always, mm-hmm. it was always pushing and pulling. So like if someone was standing there, the camera was swooping into them. It, yes. it, like it was always moving. And, and I'm going to go back and, and, and watch other ones uh, of, of, of Lowry's work. Um, Cause I'm not sure if I've seen that in any of his other movies. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just I was thinking of green Knight, And like, I remember a lot of the shots in the movie being very slow and, very steady camera work. I mean, there's not a ton, a ton of action in that movie, mm-hmm. but like I think when it, when it was, it was it was more so. It's very stable and 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 sort of subdued. So like uh, yeah. I don't know, I just found I found it very interesting. Uh, again, like I'll have to go rewatch some of his movies to see if this is like a, something that he's done before because it, it seemed it seemed like oddly active. Like it was like always moving, and like, I was like, whoa! Like we're we're really moving like, here all all the we're time. Like, I I I some like people are never just standing still. The camera's always like rushing in on them, and and uh, I don't know. I found that kind of interesting. I'm not sure if I liked it or not. Uh, did but you said you kind of noticed it too. What did you think of it? I admired it. It was it, it, it made it feel less less stale. I mm-hmm. feel like if the camera's moving like move, moving moving like that, if the if the shots are if the if the, if the cinematography is lacking, 
having movement will definitely um, help kind of counteract that. Mm-hmm. Where like, uh, like if like you see this, sorry, sorry to bring bring back to Marvel again. A lot of like steady shots, cut to A, cut to B, cut to A, cut to B. Yeah, the the camera doesn't really move. Whereas yeah, this is a lot more stable, less less like jumpy editing. Yeah, but still, just like laying the camera, like working a conversation, like 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 having a spinning camera, having a like yeah, just hiding hiding trying to hide some some of that duller cinematography, some that duller lighting. Yeah, like yeah. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say uh, next. Uh, what, what did you think of the the acting? It was good. Jude Law was having fun. Yes, very much so. Um, I like. I, I, this is Alexander Maloney's first film credit. Mm-hmm. I thought he was good. Um, I, I wish that Jude Law had also been Mister Mister Darling instead of casting Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Even in the much superior two thousand three version, Jason Isaacs plays Captain Hook and Mister Darling. Both greatly, I, I should say. So. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was like fun. It, it felt very theatrical to me. Yes. Like everything's like very over like exaggerated. Um, like the extras are like doing tons in the background, like which remind me of like our high school plays that we were in together. Where like right. in the, where in the back, like you're like whoa, like what is this? Like your hands are like up in the air. You're like whoa, what's happening? Kind of thing. Uh, sorry for listeners for 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 the yelling. Um, <laughs> um, and I thought the kids like well uh, did a really good job. Like sometimes child acting can be kind of hit or miss, but I thought like for kids they did amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jude Law, like you said. He was having a good time. He was having a ball. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like the editing. Uh, I, acting. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I liked Wendy as, as a character. Like she's mm-hmm. in the. I also liked how they didn't try and do a, a romance with them in this one. Yeah, because well, like, yeah, it feels like the age difference would seem weird and. I, I can't. Like, it, it just seems like like better as a platonic relationship. In the in the animated one, like everyone's trying to get with this kid, like the the mermaids are, are all, all all have the hots for him. Tiger really has the hots for him. Wendy has the hots for him, and like in this one, they, they all just see him as like as as, as this little brother, which I, I yeah. thought it was pretty. Because he, like, he is basically a child, right? <laughs> yeah. Also, like even like Tink's trying trying to get with him in, in the in the old version because like. <laughs> Because, like, Tink gets salty at Wendy <laughs> because Peter, Peter also likes, likes Wendy and Tink gets jealous and, like, tries to smite Tink, Wendy. Whereas in this, in this one, I actually really like Wendy and Tink. How they just kind of get along right, right away. There's no, like, there's no, like romantic tension. And getting rid of the romance of stuff, 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 stuff helped, it, helped it, it a lot. Yeah, I, I really so, like Tinkerbell in this uh, as well. Uh, who played Tinkerbell? Was it? Uh... Yara Shahidi. Yeah, this is like the only acting role that I've seen of. Uh, of She's been in TV. She was okay. in uh, Blackish and then the spinoff Grownish. Okay, well, I uh, her character growing up. So. Oh, uh, she's the producer for Hair Love. That's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, uh, she's the same age as me. Wow, what, what a world! Uh, yep, <laughs> she's like literally a month younger than me. That's cool. Okay, well, that's a fun fact. <laughs> that, that, that makes me feel feel. I don't know. It makes me feel something. It makes, it makes me feel year, feelings. I'm a year older than than her. Great, look at me go. 
Well, there we go. What, what do you know with that? Uh, editing. I thought the editing was fine. Nothing to write home about. Just kind of, kind of there. What, how about you? Uh, I thought it was short. That was good. And having a, sh- a short runtime, it says a lot about editing, because they didn't keep adding that. Nothing felt out of place. It was clearly like we have what we need. They didn't try and stretch anything out that they didn't need to be stretched stretch out. Yeah. The one, so the one thing that they added, which I don't remember being a thing in the old in any version, either the fifties or two thousand three one, is Hook being the OG Lost Boy. Yeah, that, that I found that kind of interesting. Uh, what, what was your thought, like as someone who grew up with uh, Peter Pan? I think it adds a nice little thing because it's it's like the holy okay, Kate. These two had just been enemies, but they haven't killed each killed each, each, each other, yet, which means something. And yeah, it, it seems almost like like uh, uh, the community episode where like Troy and Abed are like, we we don't want to stop fighting because then we'll lose our relationship, kind of thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's very, like, also, like, like if I'm a writer looking at this story, okay, these two keep have fighting for years and years and years. Why? And yeah. fighting and fighting, fighting, the violence stays the same, but they haven't killed each, killed each, each, each other. There's something here. Yeah. I think explaining that was good, having the whole, he, he was kicked out by Peter. Well, yes, he, he, he wanted to leave, go, yeah. go, go, go back to Earth, came back as an adult, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, that was what I got, right? It was, he, he came back as an, as an adult. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, th- I think that's like a nice added touch and like adds uh, a bit of depth and, and, and it kind of adds to like the theme of like growing up, but like not growing up too much kind of thing. And like how there's like kind of this war between being like super mature and your and your kind of childish side, and like obviously the theme is like grow up, but like don't grow up too much where you forget like to have a, an imagination kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, one thing I like that they still let Hook, Hook be a villain. Despite yes, I, I in this backstory, it doesn't stop him from being evil. Yeah, he's still a bad guy. He still murders children. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah, and, and, yeah, and, like yeah. But, so I, having that was nice because it it, it 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 gives you the why. But the, but the but the moment it, it gives you the motivation, but the evil acts are still there. It doesn't try and ex- excuse that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I kind of want to I I, I kind of get like deeper into like why I I was a little confused about like who this movie is for. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, there's some like very scary times. Like, let's say where Captain Hook is like, uh, like going to this is tying into like you saying like how he's evil, uh, where he's like, yeah, let, like let's execute children. Like he, he he literally says that. Like he he makes Wendy walk the plank and like she's about to die. I think that's pretty scary for children. There's a shot where like a child like shoots an arrow through a man's hand. And I was like, ah, okay, that's, oh. not, that's not for children. Like, like, my mother would turn the TV off immediately if well, I was, like, like that, eight years old watching that. That stuff's in all of them. Like, like Wendy walking the plank, the Lost Boys mucking up some fools. Like, that's in all of them. But. Okay, well, you, you have that experience that I don't, but I was like, wow, that, that seems a little traumatic for, for a child to see, see an arrow going through a, a man's hand right in front of them. I don't know, that seems a bit much, but... Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just overreacting to to my protective mother, but uh... you look at you being a conservative. <laughs> think, think of the children. Think, think of the children. Look at, look at the violence. 
uh, I don't know. Well, it's, it's not, it's less about the violence. Like, I don't care about that. Like, I was just like, if I was a kid, I'd be like scared. I'd be like, whoa, what's happening? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me as a stressed out child. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what do you think of like the uh, the indigenous representation of this movie compared to the first? I, I get, I haven't seen the the fifties one, so uh, what, how would you compare it? It's really addition by sub- subtraction. Mm-hmm. Um, there's less of it, which like is good because then it's less less racist. Having Tiger Tiger, Tiger Lily being be a main character was nice. Yep, and played so, by an indigenous person is always good. Yep, I love that. Even in the 2003 version, she was, which uh, that was that was also good. Yeah, and then then they changed changed that in the 2015 Pam. Yeah, sure. interesting. Oh well, it it, yeah. it's, it still seemed like a little like look at this generic indigenous person to me. Yeah, there was like like she didn't really have anything to do besides save be, the plot sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I you just go be that indigenous character. <laughs> like, go, go go ride a horse. Go go and say something mystical. Okay. Yeah, go 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 live in a go live in a teepee. Like yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so like in that sense, I was like, it, it, it's probably be- like, like it's better than the clips I've seen of 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 yeah. uh, Peter Pan, the original animated. But yeah. like, it, it's what? still not it's still not the best representation that you could get for an indigenous community. Yeah, like when. When the bar is in the ground, it passes that because it's not the worst thing you've ever seen in in your life. Yeah, it's it's not the most it's not the overtly racist <laughs> view. I was fine staying in the room. I didn't have to like leave and to go fill up my drink during during those scenes. But... Exactly, but but it, but it didn't like do anything special. It it didn't no. it didn't push anything no to the, to, not... to, to the better. It's it's not breaking any barriers, but it's just kind of being its own thing. We're just like okay, like. I... It's better than being being bad, but exactly nothing, nothing groundbreaking for sure. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, kind of my final thought on this is, uh, well, David Lowry says it's like a passion project for me, to, uh, like to him. Uh, it seems more like a one for for you, one for me kind of thing. Where like he he does yes. a Disney movie, he 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 that is able to fund his like his ghost story, his. Uh, because like I right after Pete's Dragon, which I'm sure he got paid pretty well for, because again it's a Disney movie. He did Ghost Story, which is like a very small budget artsy movie. Yeah. Uh, he did uh, The Green Knight, which again is a pretty artsy movie that didn't make a whole lot of movie. And then he does a Disney movie, which yeah. I'm sure pays him a lot more. Um, so I, I don't know. Did you get that same sort of kind of feeling about like David Lowry as a as a creator, as yeah, a as a director? I, I I think that him. Being a being it being a passion project really helped it because like the new Disney remakes none none of them have been good except nope. for probably uh, Cinderella because Kenneth Branagh was in his bag with that one. I haven't seen Cinderella because I, I I I hate the remakes. I I yeah I, I have a, str- a strong dislike for them. But Joseph, okay, Kenneth Branagh, he cooked. Okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'll, I'll watch Lily it at some James, point. The first thing, the first first thing that I've seen her in, amazing. Okay, Richard Madden, them having the, them knowing them, you can see them get get, get to know each other before the dance. Mm-hmm. So it's like at, at the dance, they they've already had t- talks before in the forest. Yeah, and like, yeah, because I, I I saw Beauty and the Beast and I hated that one. I saw Lion King. I hated that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. I what other ones are there? Pinocchio. No one remembers that one because that one was 
probably. I bad. didn't finish that one. I'm like, nope, this is garbage. Turn it off. <laughs> not not worth my time. Uh, what other ones are there? Uh, Jungle Book decent. Uh, it was okay. It was it was, yeah. it, it was it was kind of fun. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. What what what's it, it, what's had, it had had Christopher Walken. Yeah, singing. I want to be like you. <laughs> what, what with the uh, was it Malefic- 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 Maleficent? Thank you. Yeah, that one. I, I never I, saw that one. Was it any good? Me, me neither. I haven't. I haven't watched that. That either. I know what's the girl boss for the future. Y- so. Yes, exactly. Y- you go witch. Yeah. Aha! That was, that was a funny pun. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I don't know. Uh, this gave me a lot of uh, the Chronicles of Narnia vibes. Did you get that too? <laughs> definitely, definitely, absolutely. And like the oh man, you can tell that this is because it's kind of made a bit on the cheap. Yep. But uh, he cooked. Yep. He, he he did the best that he could. Fun fact: Did you know that the Chronicles of Narnia, like the the line the witch in the wardrobe, was directed by the same person who did Shrek? That's wild. That is what. <laughs> they are the same director. I I'm gonna need I'm gonna I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> which which is which is how uh, a, a wild thing I was I, I was looking at that today because I was like, hey, this this feels like the Chronicles of Narnia. I wonder who uh, directed the Line of the Witch and the Wardrobe. Oh, it's Shrek. Like, <laughs> Shrek what? <laughs> I, I was a little confused, but I was like, okay, you 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 go, you you direct your movies, you you do your thing. Um, but yeah, definitely. So. Uh, anyways, that, that, that leads me to the thing where like it didn't go into theaters; it went directly to streaming, and so it basically feels like Disney Plus is like the new how Disney used to do like direct to DVD, direct to VHS sort of movies. Mm-hmm. That's basically what they're doing now with Disney Plus. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about this not going to theaters, going direct to Disney Plus? I wish I could have seen it in a theater. I think it would have been better in a theater. In a theater. I mean, most movies are, are better in theaters. That, yeah. that, that's the way most filmmakers want them to be seen. And, and like it, it pushes them to have to like do a better edit to make things like sound better. Like we were saying, like how we critiqued the sound. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I wish that this would have gone a theatrical release and then gone to Disney Plus. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. all. That's all nitpicky as 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 us being film snobs. I, I mean, I get why. Like maybe a parent wants to not spend a hundred dollars to bring their kids and their spouse to uh or their partner to a to a movie right but true i'm so i'm so glad i don't have kids yet expensive (laughs) right right i'm like that can that can go to the movies are are you kidding me yeah if you go to the movies you have to bring all these children with you and buy them snacks and 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 then if my kid makes makes noise i have to be like hey Son, stop that! <laughs> don't, don't don't talk. Be quiet. Dad's, Dad's trying to enjoy some cinema right now. I'm trying to watch some Dune Part Seven. <laughs> Dune Chapter House, I guess. That that would be Ch- Chapter House Dune. Is that is, 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 is that six? Well, that's a, that's a thing there to do. Uh, well, it depends if they, how many parts they do for each one. Usually, most I feel like so Dune Messiah is really short, so I feel like that one should be one movie. Well, I think he he wants to do like a trilogy, like the last thing I I read, like a, of an entry. He he basically wants to do like Dune split into two parts, and then he wants to do Messiah, and then he's like, yeah, that that's that's it for me. Like I want to do that trilogy. I feel like that's, and that's where good. the books start to go really downhill. Yeah. So and uh, and you can like call that a trilogy and, and be happy with yourself. I think exactly. Yeah. No. No one. No one be. And I think no one would be clamoring for more Dune after that. No, I, I think that's good. Like, we don't need to do all six books. We can just do the the trilogy and 
called yeah. a, a happy happy sci-fi movie trilogy. Exactly. Okay, well, why don't we do the letterbox game? Unless you have, oh, uh, no, first we have to do our reviews. Uh, okay. Unless you had something else to add to this movie before we close. Uh, check it out. It's not terrible. So yeah. Uh, okay. Where, what was your review of it? What, what, how many like, thumbs? A, a thumb up. I'm like, like it, it's like it, it, it's it's one thumb. Like I'm like it's good. Yeah. I I I agree. I I give it a thumb up. I I, I like the director. I I want him to to do more stuff. So so support him that way. Um, I would say I don't know who it's for. It's not really for me. But uh, may, maybe maybe children do like it. Maybe they they are. Maybe the youths aren't uh, aren't so traumatized like like <laughs> I was. I don't know. Uh, uh, but yeah, you you enjoy it if you are a fan of Peter Pan and you want some Peter Pan action. Hey, that's it, not racist. That, that's not racist. A non-racist Peter Pan. Great, love that. Uh, fun, fun, fun for the whole family. Exactly. Anyways, why don't we do the uh, the letterboxed game? game. I I think I've won the past two probably um, but 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 you you i remember you were on a winning streak you had like three in a row and then now now i'm back i'm, I'm up to two okay so letterbox game i read uh four letterbox reviews one of them i made up myself and cam has to guess which one it is okay number one this would not make a good double feature with ghost story <laughs> number two Unsubscribe Disney Plus again. <laughs> Number three. Perhaps I don't want to grow up. Same, Wendy. Same. Number three. Wait, what? Disney actually put some effort into a live-action remake ever since the remake of The Jungle Book? I'm literally speechless. And... Oh, sorry. sorry. I thought it was four. Sorry. sorry. Oh, oh, no, that is four. Okay, you, oh, you are four. correct. Okay, which one? Did number I? One, number 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 one is you. You are correct. Let's go! I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> uh, I I literally wrote that like right after work between work and recording, so uh, I, I, not my I, finest. I did not, not check Letterbox during during the, that time. I promise. It, it, it might be a little too uh, spot on because I think I'm like one of like five people who have seen Ghost Story. Yeah, I think it's you and some film some film people also sorry i, I you're I, I film people way, I, I i hate the way that that, that that like film bro is being used now i'm like no stop that yeah film, film bro should should let's take the word film bro back from those right-wing grifters yes let's let's reclaim it for, for us leftist film bros exactly. let's, let's, let's snatch it out of the, the hands of capital uh <laughs> anyways exactly. uh what's your recommendation for this week um, I just started the show. Um, it, it's it, it, it literally just did debuted today. All ten episodes are out. Muppets Mayhem on Disney Plus. Ooh, I I was like, ooh, Cam's gonna like it. So uh, you are liking the, it. The the, the the trailer was was giving me pop star vibes. Yeah, nice. And so far, it's it's good. I haven't seen Lily singing anything before. Uh, I used to watch her YouTube videos. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and she and she she's doing a, a good job. I, I've watched twenty odd minutes of it. Okay. Um, also, I'm gonna do a double recommendation: Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. James Gunn's mm -hmm. a, a, a good filmmaker; hasn't missed yet with a superhero project. So check it out. Well, look, look at us! For all of our criticizing, we're still supporting Disney because my recommendation is uh, Star Wars Visions Two. 
Ooh, I've I've been watching one. I've been I didn't finish one, so I'm I, I'm watching through one. I haven't watched so, all of them, but I I, I kind of picked my way through them. Uh, Ardman does one, which is like one of my favorite uh, companies. They do a lot of stop motion. Walsh and Gromit is Ardman, and they do a Star Wars one, and it's very cute. It's a, it's about like a a child and her mother winning a race against a a, a bad child and mother. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was pretty, there's some good ones. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I just like the, the concept of anime, like, well, y- y- if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know, I love animation and I love, uh, that star Wars is like, Hey, we actually like ripped off a lot of, uh, Japanese and, and <laughs> like sort of concepts. So let's just let like, well, in the first, uh, visions, they let just Japanese, uh, animation studios just make star Wars and it was great. I, I liked almost all of them. And uh, now they're kind of uh, broadening it and letting more animation studios. But I just like uh, uh, Star Wars animation. I grew up on Star Wars The Clone Wars, and I loved it. And I like yes. that uh, Star Wars is kind of being more creative and not like following strictly to a canon. And they're like, hey, why don't we just have a little bit of fun and not take itself too seriously? And I think that is uh, what creativity should be all about, not just following a strict set of rules um the last one that i watched was uh the the twins very good nice uh visions one twins uh that's the one like the the super anime one where they're doing like a super big battle on the spaceship right yeah on 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 on, on, on the dual death star with a big cannon in the middle yes that that one's super epic uh what's uh i really like the first one where it's like there's this guy who's like hunting sith oh that's so dope that one's so good Spoiler, spoiler alert! You see him pull out, pull out the, the, the the red lightsaber. Nah, he's not a Jedi. He's not. He's not a Sith. He's just hunting down Sith. Yeah, it's is awesome. That's like uh, that one's called the duel. That one's great. So, um, so. my my absolute favorite one is uh the ninth Jedi. That's also one of the longer ones. It's twenty five minutes. Ooh. Uh, so the premise of uh, that's Envisions one uh, again. Uh, okay. that one's great. Where it's like this. Uh, there's like the Sith or. There's a Jedi who's like luring uh, people to his planet to get uh, crystals for their lightsabers, and then you find out that it's like a bunch of Sith trying to kill this Jedi. It's very good. Um, uh, for the Visions Two, which is like the new season that just came out, I really liked uh, In the Stars, where it's like basically following like these two indigenous people on a planet which has been uh, colonized by the Empire and them trying to like take down the Empire. Uh, that one's really good. I also really liked. Uh, the Ardman one, because of course, um, that, one, that one. That one's "I Am Your Mother." Okay. I am your mother. Now listen to me. Journey to the Dark Head has like has pretty high reviews. Uh, I also like that one. That one's really good. Okay. Yes, uh, that that one also does like super good battles between uh, Jedi and Sith. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Visions Two. That's my recommendation. That's a a cool concept, and I I wish more studios would do stuff like that yeah anyways that's been our episode this week thanks for listening tune in next time when we talk about something Something. bye bye now